The thoughts, opinions, and general overall shades thrown on Hyatt 9 News are those of the individual speakers and not those of Hyatt 9 News, its audience, or its advertisers. The statements made do not constitute medical, legal, or financial advice. And for advice tailored to your specific situation, please consult with a licensed professional. Welcome to the Hyatt 9 News Hour, where you will hear from cannabis industry experts and professionals from around the country talk about important topics while shining light on global issues and discussing cannabis as it relates to politics, regulation and reform, data and technology, science, research and medicine, family and parenting, art, celebrities and entertainment, fitness, sports, mental health and wellness and plant-based medicines and entheogenics. Together, we are building a stronger community, fighting the stigma and creating change. With your hosts, Jason Beck and Rico Lamite, joined by special industry expert correspondents from around the country and daily antics brought to you by Cannabis. Coming to you live every Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific time and high noon on the East Coast. And thank you all for getting high at nine with us. Oh, yeah. Good morning, everybody. That's right. Oh, yes. Look at this. I have these two with me live in the studio. And so, you know, I had to break out the circus tents. So good morning. It's Wednesday, October 11th. And today is National Curves Day. I guess because it was National Fat People Day yesterday. It's also International Day of the Girl Child. National Take Your Parents to Lunch Day. National Fossil Day for all those fossils out there. National Coming Out Day for everyone that wants to come out. And and you can't have National Come Out Day without National Sausage Pizza Day, everybody. Mm. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Sausage and pie. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining us and getting high at 9 with us. It's also high noon on the East Coast. And please remember to like, share, and subscribe to us on all social media platforms. Use that fancy little QR code. Right there in the top-hand corner of your screen to see where you live on the internet. And we are live every Monday through Friday on YouTube. And now you can also find us on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and Rumble. Oh, Rumble. yes. Are um, you ready to rumble? Oh, <laughs> boy. So we have – is he with us? Is the dope dad with us? Are you there, Rico? Can you see me? Can you hear me? Can you I, I can me? hear you. I can hear you. Yes. Hey, Rico. All right. Listen, I'm going to keep it real. I don't think anybody can see you, bro. He's, I'm, he's, just, I'm just saying. He's he's not saying that because you're behind a curtain. Because that's all you that we see. can't see me. We cannot see you. You look, you're like Pac you right now. You sound yeah. amazing, though. Yeah, you sound amazing. So we are going to go right on in to the dope dad himself. Oh, you want to go? You want me to go to someone else? All right, fine. Fine, whatever. I'm going to go to my story then. All right. But you can see me. You got to see. Well, I mean, I can't see you, bro. All I see is a black screen, and that's it. Man, we couldn't see you in broad daylight with a spotlight, brother. Yeah, exactly. That's racist. I bet bet it is. I bet it is. Well, can I tell you? I'm going to, if if you're triggered over that, my story is definitely going to trigger a lot of you today. So I just want to let make sure that let you guys know that ahead of time. I wore my trigger pants. Perfect. Is this I a hair it. trigger? This is this is a real <laughs> trigger because the USDA says genetically modified hemp plant containing zero percent THC can be grown in the United States of America. What? what? Yes. The U.S. Department of Agriculture, the USDA Animal Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services, APHIS, has approved a genetically modified hemp plant engineered by Growing Together Research Incorporated that has reduced THC and cannabichromine CBC levels. The agency said it reviewed the plant to determine whether it posted an, or whether it posed an increased plant risk compared to other varietals. In its letter to the USDA, Growing Together notes that the plant contains 0% THC, which would reduce farmers' risk of growing so-called hot crops, which creates an economic and regulatory risk to farmers who want to grow hemp. Growing Together noted in a press release last year announcing the cultivar 
that from 2018 to 2020, more than 10% of planted hemp acreages was so-called hot. Hot. Yes. USDA through APHIS regulates the movement of organizations modified or produced through genetic engineering under the Plant Protection Act of 2000. In a letter to to Growing Together, APHIS Deputy Administer, Administrator Bernadette Juarez said the agency found this modified hemp is unlikely to pose an increased plant pest risk compared to other cultivated hemp. And as a result, she wrote, it is subject to regulation under the Plant Protection Act. And from a plant pest risk perspective, this hemp may be safely grown and bred in the United States. Well, cannabis just went GMO, you guys. I can't wait to hear what you guys all have to say about this. And this is Jason Beck for the High at Nine News Hour. What do y'all have to say? And we got Rico. He's got a purple shirt with a purple background today. Look at that. Better Thank hurry up and go man, get rid of all that time. THC before it kills somebody. Right? Uh, I like the GMO. You like the GMO. I like the GMO. You like the GMO. I like GMO. how it's GMO. You know what I'm saying? Like, not only do we have some uh, legit cannabis that's GMO, we actually have hemp that's GMO now. So, like, can maybe do a, can we get burner or somebody to do like a GMO GMO hemp cross? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm just saying. Then we would have like a true Dad GMO joke. genetic. I mean, Dad, we jokes. I wonder who owns this. I wonder who owns this company. I wonder if it's Monsanto or Cargyle. Pfizer. Mm, yeah, exactly. I was going to say. I, I hate the idea of modifying anything that has to do with any form of cannabis. Cannabis is, is perfect the way it is. Leave it alone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. 100% agree. Uh, listen, why are, we, why are we even messing with this at all? This is like one of those Dan Brown books right here where you mess with the hemp and then it comes back and it eats all your children. It might happen. It might be. It might, it might happen. I mean, you know what I mean? It might all of a sudden turn AI hemp, and you know what I mean? All of a sudden just start killing everybody. Take over the world. Yep. Angry hemp. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's already going to taste like boof, so you're not going to want to smoke it, so what are you going to do with it? Yeah, what are they going to do with it? Exactly. What are they going to do with it? If you cross GMO with GMO, do you get organic? Oh, boy. Uh, Two negatives make a positive. Two negatives do equal a positive. That is true for anyone that took basic math. But I, I will say this in regards in regards to this. I wonder, I wonder, because um, ultimately m- most of these hemp farmers are are cultivating for CBD, so they can turn that into isolate and then repurpose it into Delta Eight and all these other HHC and all these funny little compounds and whatnot. And so I just wonder if this new strain varietal is going to produce as much CBD as so called hot hemp. Is there any positive to that? at all um i think there's tons of positives to this rico are you are you serious i I mean (laughs) maybe paint us the picture that you see jay let me play devil's advocate maybe they're growing a hemp that can grow in regions that are susceptible to drought i don't know like maybe maybe it really does have a legitimately cool scientific reason I still don't like it. I, I I don't believe that it has a legitimate, scientifically cool reason because they specifically noted in there that this was strictly to help farmers to make sure that they were not growing hot hemp, oh. and so it was so strictly like DEA hemp. strictly yeah strictly for that purpose. Right. Oh, welcome, Weird. Gretchen. It's sorry. Good morning. Good. Yes, I was out in my garden. You were out in the garden. Stuff in my garden. Yeah, out yeah. in the outdoors, huh? I was pruning my rose bushes and. They have gardens out Got there in D.C.? I didn't know I that. Have, I have an amazing garden, Luke Scaramazzo. I'll be happy to take you on a tour of it later if you'd like to FaceTime my garden. I would love that. It'll take about 30 seconds, but it's an amazing one. I know a few other guys that would love to see what's in your garden, Gretchen. Oh, shut the fuck <laughs> Yes. Oh, Such man. Uh-huh. Do you have any GMO hemp in that garden, Gretchen? No, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. I, w- I wonder. I-, I wonder if they would put some of this GMO hemp into the botanical garden out there in D.C. Gretchen, are we complaining That's about the GMO only thing stuff? You should really do well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the USDA has approved a hemp varietal strain of GMO hemp that produces zero THC. They say. Okay, to pretend that any plant nowadays is not really GMO is kind of silly. 
uh, they're all genetically modified in some way or another. Don't give me that look, Stone Slade. What you about your roses? Are your roses genetically modified? Yeah, I'm sure modified? they are. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are you kidding? They're GMO yeah. to be well, redder than Probably red? the most genetically modified flower <laughs> in our society, mm. the rose. I used I to work know. on uh, GMO labeling standards uh, years ago, and that's when it was like a scary thing. Now it's just like, oh. Everything we eat is GMO. Suck Did, it up. I have a question. It. I have a question. Is it is it scary? Yeah. Is it scarier because it was a new thing, and now because there's there's so much of it, you're kind of like desensitized to it. It's not just as scary as it I was would before. Say, I mean, that was like 15 years ago when I was doing that, working on it in the beginning, and that was so. Yeah, I mean, everyone you know hates Monsanto, which which you know with good reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's plenty. To pretend that plants and especially major crops have not been genetically modified in some way or another is naive. Naivete. I don't know. There's. Listen, I'm going to tell you a little quick story, Gretchen. I climbed okay, one of the highest hills in Eastside Modesto, and I found this purple plant right there. Uh-huh. And it's the only strand that was around. Never been touched by man until we brought it to market. You will be able to find it soon. I'm not going to tell you where, but it is not modified by any human being. This is, is this, God's gift yeah. to Is this some nature. marketing bullshit? It sounds like some marketing bullshit to me. <laughs> totally, yeah. I'm just going to yeah. leave it there. We're not going to tell anybody. Little teaser. Jay will have the scoop when it happens. There, The scoop will be Rare strand in the hills of Eastside Modesto. Yes, live at High 9 News. But on that, we're going to go to a commercial, and we're going to be right back. I didn't even know Modesto had hills. They don't. Technically. Relying on 25 years of commercial hydroponic experience, King Solomon Nutrients has engineered the best liquid and dry fertilizer products for cannabis that preserves the crop, the soil, and the environment. Through relentless passion, research, and innovation, King Solomon has developed simplified cannabis crop nutrition you can trust. It was created for farmers by farmers. Don't mess around. Try the crown. Are you back with us, Rico? I'm back like I left. Oh, yeah. man, he's back. Yeah, we missed you. Oh, yes. Look at all that purple going on over there. And it's Rico. He's back from purple getting his tubes rain. tied. We're so glad you could join us. <laughs> We're so glad you're feeling better. It's a long journey. Yes, it is. Journey. It is the dope dad himself. I'm I'm feeling the colors though, Rick. Yes, I like it. I'm with this. I like the purple hues. Everything's purple, baby. Everything's purple. I feel like I you. I, mean, I feel like you need a viola hat on for all that purple you have going on over there. Oh man, it's at Northwestern University. It's also you know it's a it's a blending of the red and the blue because I don't fuck with none of y'all. I like that. I, I like that. I like that. I United. bet. United. Yeah, in Texas, the great purple state of Texas. It's a red state. So, uh, It's good to be back, man. Uh, My story today is coming out of uh, the great state of New York. We got some reefer madness coming from yet another lawmaker. So New York Assemblyman Phil Steck, a Democrat out of uh, Schenectady, is taking a book out of the tried and true Save the Children playbook usually designated for his colleagues across the aisle. According to the Post Journal yesterday, the state lawmaker introduced Bill A.8025 to prohibit the use of cannabis within 30 feet of a child or 30 feet of any location in which children reside or attend for any recreational or educational purposes. Damn. The bill, yes. The bill also included additional penalties for those who are ticketed more than once. Steck wants the um he wants to find those found guilty of violating the law $25 or not more than 20 hours of community service. What? So bad there. With the severity increasing to a class B misdemeanor uh for a second offense. Here's what he said. Many constituents have expressed concern over irresponsible behavior with marijuana that adversely affects the rights of others to raise their children as they feel appropriate. People do not have a God-given right to engage in behavior they do not want at any time, any place, under any circumstances. People have the right to enjoy marijuana as long as it does not adversely affect the rights of others. Furthermore, the CDC has described significant adverse health effects from modern marijuana that does not mean making it illegal. It just means taking a sensible approach to it. 
He cited a uh, 2018 study by Mount Sinai researchers, a secondhand smoke in Colorado children that found nearly half the children whose parents smoked marijuana showed evidence of secondhand marijuana smoke exposure. Among the parents studied, smoking was the most common form of, uh, of marijuana use, followed by edibles and vaporizers. So um, <laughs> I won't even go any deeper on this one, man. So he wants to fine you if you are within 30 feet of any child any uh, uh, doing any educational uh, activities or any recreational activities at all. So this actually includes field trips. It could be it could include anybody with a bunch of kids walking in a line on the sidewalk anywhere near any of these kids and you have no control over that. He wants you to be fined. I think this is unbelievable overreach by anybody and i would not expect it to come from a democrat but here we are uh but i'd like to hear from you guys what do you think is that uh, on something here? here um i can't wait to talk so i'm gonna go first um no? this is crazy <laughs> i i i would be broke by this law I, like i would i would be, I would be broke i would have no I, money <laughs> um think about just something so crazy to me right now it, People who smoke cigarettes can stand as long as they're 20 feet away from an exit or an entrance. Yeah. They can stand wherever they want for the most part. And I mean, um, anywhere outside. Yeah, anywhere outside. Anywhere outside. Uh, think about this. Um, lakes, rivers. No one's coming up to me at the lake and telling me to put my cigarette out. How are they going to enforce this realistically? Yeah. How are they going to enforce this? This is totally unenforceable. This is all bureaucratic BS. And it's based on yeah. BS. Like he's some crazy ass so just like sending out a bunch serious of serious stupidity. Sending out a bunch of kids into a crowd or into a festival somewhere, and all of a sudden you have jurisdiction to uh, to ticket these people anywhere, wherever you want. I think this is, is absolutely. My thing is this too. Like they base it. They said they base it on you know the damage of secondhand smoke, right? And then they said they they did a study on parents who use cannabis and found that their children had evidence of secondhand smoke exposure or damage or something like that. I forget the exact terminology used, but how would that even be measured? How do you, how do you measure whether or not a kid has some exposure to secondhand smoke unless you were like, you doing a urinary, urinary analysis or a blood test or something. And, and I don't see them like the, did a study like that happen and us not know about it? Like, I mean, that's just possible, but there's no way that happened because we would have known about it here. Yeah. Like, that just sounds ridiculous to me. And then 30 feet, like, what if, what if I'm smoking and the kid runs up playing handball by me and he then he breaches the 30 feet? Like, what happens then? Am I am I liable for that? What if he's chasing me around while I'm smoking and am I in violation the whole time I'm running? Yeah. Incredible. Mm -hmm. This this is overreach a, is an understatement. Yeah, this, this is bullshit. I I can sit there yeah. smoking my cigarette with my kid and tell him to go get my opioids and a beer out of the fridge. Yes, that's Good exactly point. my point. Good point. When I was a kid, I used to go to cigar camp. Cigar <laughs> camp? Oh, I have to hear about. Tell this. me about cigar yes. camp. I have to hear. This. <laughs> and cigar camp is a true thing you can google it uh this was at the blue bloom cigar company in pittsburgh uh, and basically it was a bunch of single dads who all got together at the cigar shop on saturdays um with lots of locks and bagels and football and all of a sudden there's 20 kids running around the cigar shop too so like oh shit we gotta do something with the kids so we learned a lot about cigars inhaled a lot of secondhand smoke uh, learned how to play 52 pickup, a little poker here and there. Oh, that's it was awesome. quite the learning experience. I attended cigar that's camp for probably 10 years, many years at cigar camp. I Very wanna, nice gentleman. I want to start a cigar camp. Huh. That I sounds great. Every Saturday, I reeked. I don't know I whether awful. I'm intrigued. I don't know whether I'm intrigued or really, really appalled. I think all I'm kids like should have this experience. I think all kids should have this yeah, experience. Think about life. it. You, got, you know, See? you hang out from with surgeons and bikers and football players Surgeons and all sorts and of random businessmen they always players. bought my girl scout cookies but see, it was but quite Gretchen, you learned Gretchen, you learned poker and about yeah. tobacco those are real life skills luke you know you know plenty those are about life skills poker. in washington i don't know what you're talking about i can go sit in a cigar bar with any old politician here and look legit put them down exactly I'll, I'll smoke cigars with the uh -huh. best of them i smoke, I I smoke cigars much better than so, i do question cannabis. question gretchen oh, don't when you it. smoke cigars do you yeah. smoke the big fat ones or do you smoke the yeah. little the little thin ones? 
cigarillos. Yeah. I usually I, I prefer Punch, which is a larger brand. Uh-huh. Uh, yes, it's a Honduran cigar. So size does. Do, have, have you ever smoked There's the? I like large ones too. Food. Gotcha. <laughs> have you ever smoked the Americana? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you never smoked the know. Americana, really? I don't. I don't. I don't know that one. No. Well, first of all, just so you know, it have is the only the cigar that is one hundred percent produced in the United States. It's called the Americana. You should check it out next time. Oh, probably that's why I never smoked it. Yeah, it probably it's sucks. produced here. What are you out of your mind? It's it's really good. My friends, my friends make it in Florida, and it's like it's really good. Some it's indoor booth cigar. You want me to it is smoke? Not I don't think so, Chief. It is not. It's not indoor, but it is rolled indoors. <laughs> have you ever smoked this? Have you ever? And it's hand rolled. What? Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure your hands are all over it, Jason Beck. All you already know it, girl. I can just see it. Have you ever smoked mm-hmm. the black and mild? Or black and mild really cig- cigars? Ooh, that's a good. Point. I thought they were more incense. I feel like. That's like saying is a two by four wood or is particle board wood? Like you know what I mean? Like it it, it kind of is. I guess a backwood Ooh, yeah. would be, or I'm not a backwood. A black and mild would be a cigar kind. of? I heard that slip up there, Luke. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Just so you know, mm-hmm. Freudian slip. All right, enough of that. <laughs> I, I I'm really intrigued Move by on. this cigar camp. Yeah, listen, I, like I, I, I we could talk about it's this all thing. day. Did, did 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 your cars? Uh, we did had your, t-shirts and everything. Hold on, did you guys have like a chapter number? No. What do you mean? There was only one. Oh, the it original. It sounds like really bad. Parenting. There's only one. <laughs> huh? uh, you just told me it that you, like we can Google parenting. it, so there should be chapters no, of these Rico, across the country. Oh, in this, I hear parenting, sense of community, this is foster, parenting, daughter, father, bonding. Yeah, yeah this is like like things I learned. There? What are this is like daddy so daughter daycare? Yeah. Hold on though. What are the statistics? What are the what are the statistics of the children who attended this camp that are now tobacco smokers? Well, I know one, and she's oh, not a tobacco well, I smoker, so I guess it has zero effect. And neither my brothers are. I feel like no. your See? focus so, yeah. group might be a little small. Uh, we just included her two brothers, and now the focus group <laughs> is three, and it's zero yeah. out of three. The whole Gretchen family. That's an incredible... Hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and with Mayflower roots, I feel like the Gailies might just uh, yes. have different, you know, more fortitude, maybe. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Yep, that's it. We well, always have more fortitude. All right. Speaking next of fortitude, on, we are rolling right into our spicy redheaded conservative Miss Gretchen Gailey, who loves to parade her dogs in atrocious outfits up and down Capitol Hill and just totally embarrass the shit out of her dogs, mm. even though she thinks that they love it, but. <laughs> Who knows? You know what? Nonetheless, it is none other than the founder of Panoptic Strategies, Miss Gretchen Gailey. Jason, I know you've never seen a satisfied woman, and that's why you're not understanding when Salem gets so excited. All I ever see is satisfied women, Gretchen. That's all I've ever known in my life. She loves it. Gretchen's back. Yeah, she does not love it. Stop it. Eh, whatever. All right, my headline Lone Democrat. Go for it. Knock yourself out. I'm an excellent dog mom. Lone Democrat who opposed marijuana banking bill in Senate committee explains his vote. U.S. Senator Raphael Warnock was the sole Democrat to vote against a marijuana banking reform bill during a committee markup last month. In a new interview, the the senator described his vote as an effort at making important equity improvements while there's still a chance to do so. He said, I'm worried that if we pass a bill with all of these fees and the revenue that comes, and not begin to address the issue of restorative justice, we're not going to go back and get those communities. Warnock said during an appearance on Crooked Media's Love It or Leave It podcast uh, that was posted on Sunday. Black and brown people especially, he said, have been hollowed out by half a century of the so-called war on drugs for using marijuana. Warnock was discussing the safe, uh, Safer Banking Act which would protect banks and service state legal marijuana markets from being punished by federal regulators. What it does is it allows businesses and banks to participate with cannabis businesses in states where it's legal. And so it creates a safe space for them. But the communities that have been most devastated by the so-called war on drugs, it does nothing for them at all. My question was, who are we really making safer? The Senate Banking Committee, of which Warnock is a member, made a number of amendments last month before advancing the Safer Banking Act to the Senate floor, but the panel rejected Warnock's proposed changes that were meant to bolster the bill's equity provisions. One amendment would have put an expiration date on the Banking Act, unless the Treasury Department submitted a report to Congress certifying that the measure decreased the racial wealth gap and lessened other negative economic impacts of the drug war. 
Another would have required the government to study the racial wealth gap and the percentage of minority-owned cannabis-related businesses before and after the passage of the Safer Banking Act, according to a summary. At the time, Warnock delivered a speech expressing concerns about the bill as drafted, arguing that it will make life safer for bankers, for businesses, and financial institutions, some of whom have been profiting from the cannabis industry illegally for years. I'm not opposed to easing or undoing federal restrictions around cannabis, and I would support all of the provisions and reforms in this legislation if paired with broader cannabis reforms that substantively address the issue of restorative justice. This bill does not do that. The lawmaker reiterated his points during the new Love It or Leave It interview with former John Lovett, a former speechwriter for President Barack Obama. There's some good reasons to move this forward, he said, and yet I'm trying to help us summon the the will to pair justice with common sense so that everyone can be safe. As the war on drug wanes, Warnock said he feels the United States needs something like the Marshall Plan, which invested in war-torn countries to help them rebuild after World War II. I happen to know some black and brown communities in Atlanta and in St. Louis and in Chicago and in South Central who could use a Marshall Plan, who could use some recognition that something happened to them. The U.S. is the mass incarceration capital of the world, the senator noted. We're about 6% of the world's population. We warehouse about 50% of the world's prisoners. From his position in the banking committee, Warnock said he feels he's watching leaders perpetuate the racial wealth gap as they grapple with marijuana reform. I think this is what happens in real time as I witnessed it. I got really good colleagues on that banking committee. They're good people. But if banking reform alone becomes law, years from now we'll be asking ourselves, as we do about a whole range of things, why are these problems so intractable? Well, Senator Warnock, I don't have a problem with what you are trying to do. I have a problem with where you're trying to do it. The Safe Banking Act is not the place to fix every racial injustice imposed by the war on drugs. This is a banking bill. And for a man to suggest that this does nothing for uh, minority businesses does not make them safer in any way, I think is a ridiculous statement. This is Gretchen for Hide 9 News. I totally agree with you on this, Gretchen. It is totally ridiculous, and I feel like he had some type of backdoor deal with uh, Cory Booker in regards for taking this position. He was like, hey, I I can't grandstand on this issue right now, but you can for me, and since you're brand new, you're the perfect person to do this for me. Yeah, I mean, it definitely is a Booker-esque stance. Yes. Um, but here's, let me, this this issue is really personal to me, of course, right? I have a lot of friends, people that I call brothers, sisters that are in prison right now for nonviolent cannabis offense. So when I see these bills being talked about and, and safe versus safer, um, you know, initially, I'm going to keep it real. I was against safe without criminal justice provisions. And I'm not looking to correct every racial injustice that's been on going for the last centuries. What I do want is the people out of prison. It's real simple. We, don't, we can figure out all the rest of the stuff after we give our people their freedom back. Then we can do the rest of that. Like, I, I get it. We don't want to mix it up into the, a financial bill and the safe banking. I get it. Um, I have evolved on that, on that issue because I've spoken to dispensary owners throughout the country, in Oregon, in California, single women that cannot afford to have huge security systems and, and things to be able to protect their, their businesses. I empathize with that, and I understand that we need the banking system for people like that. I don't really care about the corporate people making money. I understand that that helps push the issue along in another way, though, as well. But please just this is an issue, really, that both sides of the aisle agree on. Like, letting people out for a nonviolent cannabis offense is across the board. You got conservatives like Senator Mike Lee who are on board with that. You have Democrats like Booker and Warnock and, and everybody else who grandstands on these issues. Like, this is not something that is like a crazy insert that would kill a bill. This is something that we could say, hey, look, we're going to pass this safe banking. We're going to include a provision in it that releases everybody from federal prison who has a nonviolent cannabis offense, which can be looked at in a second. Mm -hmm. And that's it. 
And then we'll worry about all the other stuff. We can do some social justice bills and work on those other issues and, 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 and uh, make those things more equitable that have, that have been going on for decades and, and centuries. We can do that on a, on a separate issue. I agree with Gretchen on that and Jason 100%. However, why is this such a hard thing to insert into a bill like this? It's not crazy. It's not craziness. <clears throat> so with Warnock kind of grandstanding on this, I get it. Like, I see what he's doing. It, it, like you said, it is very Booker-esque. Um, let's get it passed. I mean, let's pass safe banking. It's good for everybody. Please pass safe banking. All my people that are in prison, I promise I will keep going hard for you guys. If it's not included in safe banking, I will go on the next bill and the next appropriations bill. And I don't care if it's a jaywalking. Luke legislation Please. i will ask you to include it in jaywalking legislation like this is an issue that is that important to me and that important to the communities that have been impacted by prohibition who have a family member that is in a cage right now in a cage right now yeah luke i understand mic. this is an important issue to you however for folks to keep pretending that this is a federal issue is incorrect you need to be out there lobbying the states People who have state offenses, mm, which are the bulk of them, have to be... I'm just telling you how the law works. Has to be handled by the state. Congress does not have the power to let these people out of jail if they are in jail for a state offense. Now, if you want to push that for a federal, uh, for the federal folks who are sitting in there, great, go for it. Uh, nothing that Warnock proposed for his amendments to safe banking would have done anything for prisoners. No. He would have put an expiration date on safe banking. And it also, he wanted to do a study on the racial wealth gap. And I think to suggest that just the war on drugs is the only reason there's a racial wealth gap in this country is ludicrous. Absolutely There are ludicrous. so many other problems that have led to the racial wealth gap in this country. And to pretend that cannabis is going to be the industry that is going to give everyone the leg up they need and the chance to get ahead it's is... Reasonable. It's false. I, I agree with the second half of that. But my and, and I let me clarify it because maybe I wasn't um, crystal Rico, clear on it. On was, yeah, uh, Rico, you on mute? Oh, my bad. Did I cut you off, Rick? Uh, I, I don't know. I saw him wanted to talk, but uh, I didn't hear him. Yeah, um, there we go. I was going to say, man. Uh, um, yeah, I was, I was going to say, let me, let me say one thing, man. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Luke. And um, no, just, just period. And I've said it from the beginning. We passed safe banking. They're not going to come back. That ship is already that ship has already sailed. Period. You know, yes. everybody, everybody, we've already gotten past the fact where communities and OGs and legacy operators are the ones carrying the torch on social equity. MSOs are carrying that torch now. MSOs are the ones making an impact. They're the ones uh, um, running the conversation. They're controlling yeah. the narrative on this shit. So, and just look, look at America's track record. Look at Congress's track record. They never come back and help the communities that matter. They never come back and do stuff like this for any mean, for, with any meaningful gumption behind them, right? It's always like, oh yeah, you ask for a dollar, they give you seven cents. And they tell you that, like, you know what? We gave you something, come back. That's how government works. And you know what? As much as I am against a lot of the, the sentiments that Matt Gates and his team have and mm -hmm. them like stalling government and all that shit, <laughs> He stood for something, and you know what? He yep. got Kevin McCarthy out of office. Yeah, he Hell did. Yeah. yeah. And I'm waiting. I'm waiting for some Democrats to have the balls to do something like that and actually stand up and stop compromising so much. And con no, man, like, like compromising water down everything, and the people are the one that suffer. The ones that suffer. Mm -hmm. When are we actually going to have some real reform on something? And this this industry would not be an industry if it wasn't for the cast that were behind jail. Yes. behind bars in jail church Period. and just just so for that so I, I will always say that that needs to be addressed first so big ups to Raphael warnock even if he isn't proposing something whatever like you know, somebody needs to be yes. dying on that hill cory booker did an about face on it and i, I was very disappointed in him because i thought he was the only one that had balls on this issue yeah and big ups to Raphael warnock on that and i hope he has more people that join him in his stand so you don't Do you, you, you know why cory booker didn't about face on this rico yep because he made a deal he didn't about face because he realized that this would help minority businesses and minority businesses went to him and said, we need this. Sounds like it helps all businesses. I mean, we all. Was that two years ago? It sounds like a backroom deal to me. 
hold on, was that two years ago when that happened with Cory with Cory Booker? We're in a very different place now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Very, very, very different. Very different place. And just now, for clarity, now is the time to grandstand on something you you absolutely care about because yeah. we're at that point where it's like the industry's gone to all the independent retailers. It's, it's, it's almost it's damn near gone. So you have to be big, 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 big to have a voice. You have to be big, 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 big to, to even stay afloat in this industry. So I agree with them wholeheartedly. Now is the time to grandstand on a big issue. And so big ups to Warnock for doing this. Like, I, I don't agree with all the, all the things that he's he's in it for. But, yo, stand for something? Yeah. Fall for anything. Mm -hmm. And just for clarification, Gretchen, um, I was strictly speaking on federal cannabis uh prisoners obviously the states have their own issues but in the in the sense that the feds when they do lead on these issues most of the time the states follow behind fairly quickly but uh yeah i was specifically talking about federal federal cannabis inmates where we have 2700 plus that are still in federal prison for a non-violent cannabis offense they have the power to get them out that's who i'm speaking we're about. gonna keep on having these lukewarm uh, milk toast bills that go through that don't really help anybody, man. Like, government's trash. Yeah, trash. We don't even have a house speaker. Who's gonna be are that? We still talking Stop about shit? it. Come on, Stop. We on. don't. We 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 are gonna have a house speaker by the end of this week, so I'm not worried about that. Well, we're striving oh, for yeah. a more we'll perfect union. That. We will. We will have a house speaker by the end of this week. I love the country. Mm -hmm. I uh, yes disagree with the people who are in charge. Yep. I hate oh. legislative terrorists. Legislative hate, terrorists? Hate, That's a strong, government. strong statement there, Gretchen. That's, That's exactly what Matt Gates is. Hot You're DC just, yeah, throwing out a, throwing out a bunch of trigger words over there on people. Pow, pow, pow. Mm -hmm. DC slang. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying. Well, on, on that, though, do, yeah. on that though, before Gretchen's house gets shot up with all these legislative ah, my terrorists. My dogs are throwing <laughs> We're going to go to a commercial, and we're going to be right back. The control tower from Highly Educated has perfected the dab. Utilizing the concept of thin film evaporation, you can waste none of it and taste all of it. The micro texture of the SE pillar increases nucleation at elevated temperatures. And with the tower propelling at 2600 RPMs, it's certainly the most efficient dab experience to date. The control tower from Highly Educated. Do that. When can we get that in? Uh, stop whatever you're doing. Make sure you hit that like button. I know we would appreciate it, and YouTube appreciates it also. Uh, and you will even appreciate yourself even more after you do it, as well as after you hit that subscribe button if you have not already. And... Make sure you check out our website, www.hyatt9news.com, where you can read all of the stories that we cover today. And tell a friend, because organic growth is the best growth. I'm Jason Beck, and this is Smoky Vanilla. And if you want to feel as good as I look, then you need to get yourself a stretch and smoke with Smoky Vanilla. That's right, baby. I'm Smoky Vanilla with my background in kinesiology. I'm a sports massage therapist and stretch coach. I focus mostly on athletes who have chronic pain or injury due to their sport or the legends of the chronic in the game, baby. Oh, yeah. You know what it is. We just stretched and now we're going to smoke because you know what it is. That's right. I love intuitively creating a session based on the individual I'm working with. We'll go through a few assessments, look at the past health history, injury, or anything that's still affecting you today, and create a customized assessment just for you. Let's go. Interesting. I love smoking the bandit as a kid. Oh, yeah. Smoking cats, we, we just keep it moving, man. Like, so, with cats every day moving further, 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 lower, it's sad. But this man, he's above all that BS. He hit the high road. He's one of the dopest dads coming out of the great purple state of Texas, here to break us off with a little hump day love. Y'all know who it is. It's my man himself, Stone. Thank you, Rico. Thank you, thank you. I'm done. Thank you. Thank you, Rico. Good morning, Hyatt 9 News listeners and viewers. Today, I'm going to bring you a leaf 
history's book as we roll into one of the favorite times of year for cannabis scaremongers. So let's light up this little truth joint. Recently, a groundbreaking paper was released in the European Journal for Chemistry, tracing the intertwined history of cannabis and humanity through millennia, proving that the plant's incredible legacy in fiber, nutrition, medicine, spirituality, and of course, pleasure. Authors Gabriel Vidor de Lima Marquez and Renata Barbosa de Oliveira from the Federal University of Minas Gerais, I know I butchered that one in Brazil, has given us eye-opening account of cannabis's use dating back approximately 10,000 years. It seems our ancestors in the ancient Mesopotamia, China, and Kazakhstan knew the value of hemp fibers long before prohibitionists figured out scare tactics. They used this wonder plant for ropes, sails, clothing, and even facilitating the capture of fish, showing that cannabis is indeed the OG multi-purpose resource. The authors note, cannabis is possibly the first plant to be cultivated for non-food purposes. They also highlighted its consumption for psychological effects, tracing back around 3,000 years. As described in the Vidas, uh, cannabis has seen as, as seen as a heavenly drop, bringing joy and freedom to its users is a therapeutic and spiritual tool in ceremonies ranging from weddings to significant religious festivals. This meticulous research uh, challenges the misguided views of cannabis prohibitionists who get every chance they get, weave tales scarier than Delta 8 nerd ropes. People like Kevin Sabet of Smart Approaches to Marijuana, or Sam, who wrote in a 2011 op-ed, the key difference between alcohol and drug prohibition lies in the substance itself. Alcohol, unlike illegal drugs, has a long history of widespread accepted use in society, dating back to before biblical times. Illegal drugs cannot claim such a persuasive use by a large part of the planet's population over such a period of time. Well, the new paper counters explaining that Semitic uh, people knew about the psycho psychoactive properties of cannabis centuries before the Christian era, employing it in various forms of ailments and sickness of the spirit. The study dives deep into the chasm between historical facts and mo the modern war on drugs. It illuminates how ancient communities revered cannabis, utilizing it for a plethora of ap applications, including pain relief, anti-inflammation, appetite uh, stimulation, and treatments for various diseases. And while it's fun to poke at the sometimes irrational fears prohibitions propagate, especially with their favorite, what about the kids holiday Halloween approaching, it's crucial to acknowledge the paper doesn't advocate for political position on legalization. However, it does shed light on the global movements towards legalization and decriminalization in various jurisdictions. In recent years, there's been a seismic shift with countries like Canada, Uruguay, and states within the U.S. legalizing cannabis, uh, while others have authorized its medical use. And as we continue to explore and understand the cannabis plant's potential, its role in contemporary medicine becomes even more significant. With recent studies highlighting the synergy of cannabinoids and the promising future of genetically engineered hemp. So as Halloween approaches and the air gets thick with tales of cannabis sneaking into your kids' treats, let's remember the longstanding respectful relationship humans have had with this plant for thousands of years. It's not the cannabis plants that's spooky, it's the misinformation. Let's continue to explore, understand, and respect this ancient plant that's been a part of human culture for well-being of a millennia. This is Stone signing off for the High at Nine News. Stay informed and stay high. Yeah, the, uh, the history of this plant, if you don't know about it, is so interesting. I mean, the Chinese have been using it therapeutically and medicinally for thousands of years. Mm -hmm. uh, there's many, many cultures that have it in their ceremonies and in their rituals. Um, so this is not something that like we just discovered. I, I know the U.S. wants to come in um, in you know the 1700s and think the world started then, and we get to point at trees and plants and birds and say outlaw, outlaw, prohibition, prohibition on God's uh, creations. But other more civilized countries and civilizations um, looked and viewed this plant in the way that it should have been looked and viewed as in a medicinally and a thera therapeutically valuable botanical. I mean, I, I love it. And it, I think it's really awesome that we can go back and, and look at some of these. It's not coming for your kids. It can actually help your kids, especially if your kids have ailments that a lot of the pharmaceutical companies uh, will just keep pumping stuff that doesn't fix it. It's a Band-Aid. Um, so it's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm with it. I love the history behind it. And, uh, yeah, I think it's, I think people should learn about it and know that it's not the dangerous boogeyman that's coming around the corner to come, uh, steal your kids innocence. 
it's amazing to me how much uh, prohibition has impacted, you know, anybody's knowledge about it. I mean, I have conversations with my parents who are in their early 70s and their minds are just absolutely blown because accessibility to any kind of information about this was nothing but you're going to die or it's going to hurt you or change your life somehow in this drastically bad way. And, um, you know, I said it before, I'll say it again. We're always going to be educators for the rest of our entire lives. We, our generation, will be uh, charged with teaching people about the history of this plant and the future potential of this plant as well. Mm-hmm. I guarantee that I guarantee that Mexican alien that they found last month smoked weed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Ole. But was his world his weed out of this world, Rico? No, it was just yeah. alien labs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And shout out to Ted. I saw Ted last night from Alien Labs. There was a little event over at the Astro Club here in LA. And shout out to my buddy Shaggy oh. and Oh, yes. Blazy Susan had a little event with Shaggy's Papers and the launch of uh, Chris Brown's new weed. Okay. Yes. Celeb- uh, another yes. celebrity uh, brand yes. for you guys. That, I that wonder if bussin'. this one's going to make it. Chris, <laughs> Chris Brown's going to be bussing on y'all. I'm smoking oh, this because Chris geez. Brown does. Yeah, 100%. Can't wait to try Yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> yes, coming up next. This dope ain't loyal. Yes. <laughs> Coming up next, she's a mom. She's an edibles judge for the Emerald Cup. And that's right. She's also a cannabis executive who wants to show you how being an executive, a mother, and an edibles judge all can go hand in hand with an executive lifestyle because she showed up in an Uber Black today. That's right. It is Miss Mandy Tingler. In a white Uber Black. A white Uber Black. Wow. Ooh, that sounds even more expensive. Then it would have been an Alto if it was white. <laughs> Just and saying. when he said like she's an executive that juggles like all these different roles, he literally means it. Like she, she is juggles. throwing roles with her feet, hands, everything, and doing it with exceptional precision. This is a family friendly show. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Uh, I was on, totally. My children watch this show. Yes. I was talking about. We all know Dude, you were like, talking about. Okay, Luke, whatever. We all know. I, don't, we I all can't know. win. I can't <laughs> win. I mean, it's right. That's how the world works. Sorry, all sorry right. about that, Mr. All right, Tingler. all right. Continue, well, you Mark. guys know that I am very interested in stories that parents are dealing or ways that parents are affected uh, by cannabis in the media. And uh, we've got a really interesting police and parent engagement happening. The headline says Police say babysitter paid with marijuana to arrested. Two Scottsville residents have been jailed on suspicion of human trafficking after police investigated allegations that a juvenile they used to watch their children was paid in marijuana. Something tells me the babysitter wasn't expecting this. Mm. It was probably not good weed. <laughs> and he was mad about it. Not to mention there were no taxes paid on this revenue. Mm. Um, well, it's Arizona, so... Um, Anyway, according to the Scottsville Police Department, the investigation started when police received a call on August 18th from the Department of Community-Based Services in an, in an assist to excuse me to assist an investigation at a residence on North Court Street. According to an arrest citation, officials learned that a 16-year-old had been hired to supervise three children while the parents went to work. Police said that the juvenile with lived with Trevor Johnson, 34, and Amber Caldwell, 30, of Scottsville. According to the SPD, Juvenile was given payment by Johnson and Caldwell in the form of marijuana for watching the children. Caldwell denied the allegation, while Johnson turned himself into the police. They were both charged with second-degree unlawful transaction with a minor, and their cases are pending in Allen District Court. Further investigation by the Scottsville Police Department resulted in Caldwell and Johnson both being charged on October 2nd with human trafficking, forced labor, and vic- of a victim younger than 18. Caldwell and Johnson were both booked into Allen County Detention Center, where they're being held under $50,000 cash bonds. 
The couple is due are, <clears throat> the couple are due Wednesday in Allen District Court to be arraigned on the human trafficking count. According to arrest citations, the couple's children were removed from the home and the juvenile who is said to have supervised the children was taken by a relative to Tennessee. That is a whole lot to consider. Um, you guys getting paid with weed as a minor. I don't know. Why what do is you there, think? Why is their bail so cheap? Fifty thousand. That's only five thousand dollars to bail out. That's not a lot of money. Man, there is a lot to unpack on this. Number one is um, they paid. They tried to pay the babysitter with weed. So what, something happened there. Either he didn't want the weed. The weed sucked. It wasn't enough. I don't know. I don't. That, that's just a weird. The whole transaction it's thing. Probably right? some outdoor weed. Yeah, it might have been some outdoor. Yeah, it's some, some preemie too. If they already yeah. gave it to him okay. like around right, right okay, now. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. I know there's a lot of jokes in here, but really, we're talking about a kid who got paid with weed. No, hold on, hold on. <sighs> hold on. And I'm hold getting on. to that. I'm how, getting to that. How old? How old was the kid that got paid with weed? 16. 18. 16. 18. The kid 16. was 18. 16. 16. Okay. The charge was. Um, considered human trafficking of a minor under the age of 18 she yes. was 16 and let me explain that to the audience okay so the reason that they're saying turning this into a human trafficking situation is because the child that lives in the home that was paid with the weed for the babysitting is not the child of those parents right so this is a somebody else's kid that obviously is not supposed to be staying away from his home so he, by staying in a but you can't just keep somebody else's kid when they whenever you want to to just do babysitting jobs and pay them with weed so that's that's why they got the human trafficking charge this is like just a, a whole situation though like look at this this is indicative of the justice system the human trafficking charge i feel like is going to get dropped as soon as they probably to court. probably but let's, look, look at this yeah. though you go from just giving somebody some weed for a task right mm -hmm. that turns into Child, your children being removed from the home. You have a tra you have a traffic human trafficking charge that you're fighting. You went to jail. You have to get fifty thousand dollars bail. Like this is all from just trying to hand somebody some weed for doing a babysitting job. That That's, is just mind blowing. I, and, this, yeah. and this is why you don't give minors weed, you guys. Yes, do this not. This is like, why. Don't first give and minors foremost, weed. This do is not the whole problem right weed. here. Yes, do not give minors weed. And also, you you can't just pay someone in weed unexpectedly, too. You, If that is the exchange, let's discuss this in advance and make sure that the nature of the deal is known to all parties. This is probably For, who knows, like, a I mean, surprise the to kid the 16 been good with it. For a lot of people, the weed is far more valuable than cash is. Yeah. yeah. And the kid could have been good with it. Like, he could have been getting paid with weed the whole time. And then somebody else said, like, hey, how much money are you making babysitting? And he was like, I just get weed. And they're like, what? And they... They they said something. I mean, who knows? But is is, is it like it's like a messed up yeah. uncle and aunt situation or something like no. this? Yeah, it, it just it's just weird. There's just so many facts that are just yeah. like missing from this because it says according to SPD, the juvenile was given payment uh, for marijuana for watching the children, and um, they actually lived with them too. So it was just yeah, like, that's where we think was, the kid was there like like during the day was the, the kid not even going to school like there's a lot of question right. marks. I feel like this this story is an attack on safe banking because if we had safe <laughs> banking they could have actually been paid and not had to have been paid in weed. Yeah, definitely. 1099. Mm -hmm. No. No, that makes just no saying. sense. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, Jason, you really missed it. I'm just <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Oh, but if if we pass safer banking, the parents would at least get out of jail. Would they? Oh boy. <laughs> what? Oh boy. What? No, oh, this poor not sure kid, how that would work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess. I guess so. For just, if they just had possession, right? <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just. If they just had. Listen, possession. you know that the agreement actually was to get paid in weed, but then the weed was like super dry, no terpenes, like just bad. And, and this was and, all. And the kid was mad. And this was all done on a handshake deal, Mandy. Yeah, like I, I, would, I would, I would love to, see, I would love to see the made-for-TV movie about about this whole uh -oh, <laughs> classic, <laughs> classic A and E. Yeah, and looking looking at their mugshots, man, there's a lot more going on in this situation. Oh yeah, and, oh, yeah, and, and mind real. you, mind you, this happened in Kentucky, correct, Mandy? This is in Kentucky. No, it was in Scottsville. Scottsville, yeah, Scottsville, Kentucky. Is yeah. that Kentucky? Yep. Oh, okay. Well, I thought you said Scottsdale. Nope, Sorry. not Scottsdale. Oh, no, stuff Scottsdale. like this doesn't... Oh, Arizona, wait. Scottsdale. My bad, yes. I said Arizona. Scottsville, Scottsville, Scottsville. Kentucky. Kentucky. Mm -hmm. My apologies. 
Yeah, uh, yeah there's, 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 a lot, there's a lot to this story that we're not hearing yet. Yeah, there was get, a lot of questions that I had when I started reading through it, but it was also something that I was like, we have to explore this one a little mm -hmm. bit. And I looked on several news yeah. sources. It, it was just similar or even more watered down stories. So, Gretchen, could you get uh, Senator Rand Paul to comment on this for us? We, we want to know what's going on in Kentucky with this. Yeah. Guess the this is a as, state as, issue. As, <laughs> no one cares. They, Ask marijuana mission. <laughs> I just wonder. I just wonder if the mom married. is going to get featured on Mugshot Shorties. Damn. How much up. weed did they try to pay? I mean, was this a pound? I don't think so. It was for it was a few like hours of babysitting. Eighths? It's for a few hours of babysitting. It was probably like probably like an eighth at the most. Ooh. They're like, there's there's some roaches she, in the tray. It's, at, it's she, in Kentucky. I'm mad about like it the, too. Poor Kentucky kid. flour is worth a lot more in Kentucky. I pay my dog sitters in weed. Oh, 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 oh yeah i've done that, that. But they, they are but it was illegal consenting adults pre-negotiated yeah. trafficking uh -huh. here that's different no trafficking just well uh, just you, barter system you just donate yeah. your you're gifting yeah. your weed right? she's i-71 yeah. in appreciation saying, thank you, thank for, you for dog watching sitting my babies mm -hmm. yep yes they love it mm -hmm. so you got interesting interesting what? gretchen that you let your kids run around with uh weed smoke dude i got the yeah. best video of wheezy getting hotboxed once when she was you don't even know wheezy wheezy was my bulldog from years ago i want to see the video i didn't oh, know you were a little wayne fan Will you said this to us no she liked the jeffersons i don't give a shit about little wayne oh will, will you send us the video out, Gretchen, so we can watch it we can uh, enjoy this we'll see all right I it's adorable that. they're like bumping up and down and she's all excited yeah it's a good oh, time man she's turning up over there you ready, I gonna, Rico? I was gonna say, you know, uh, I, I was gonna say, I, I don't think hot boxing or secondhand smoke really gets people high, but you know, maybe it dogs is on another level. There's but, no uh, such thing. Know, they got enhanced, poor little they got English bulldog. They got enhanced <laughs> and stuff. There's no such thing on. as contact. <laughs> high. My dad's car when I was a small child, and let mm -hmm. me tell you something. I was high as fuck in the back of that car. Excuse you. the language. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? Exactly. You know what's funny is, stone is, stone. is chemo's chemo's uh, in there. He says he says there you go is probably hot hemp. I'm willing to bet that's probably what happened. Is they gave the they paid the babysitter in some hot, hot hemp, hemp. Makes sense. right? Saying no that it was THC. weed, and then all of a sudden they got pissed when they smoked it, and they're like, "I'm fucking snitching Didn't on work. these dudes." Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's how it happened. Yeah. All right. Gave next him some pretendo. Yeah, let's just keep it rolling here. Bringing us home today, once again, it is the author, activist, entrepreneur, OG, trailblazer, warrior for justice, spitter of truth, and what's most importantly, a fellow dope girl dad. Y'all give it up for Luke Scarmazzo. Yes, yes. Hey, everybody. Welcome. It's oh. Wednesday. Good morning. Um, definitely dope dad. That's one of my favorite roles. Shout out, Jasmine, if you're out there watching. Love you, baby. Um, it's a great name too. That's my wife's name, man. Yeah, another connection we got, brother. You already know, brother. You already know. Uh, so yeah, you know, I'm always covering the outlaw news here for the High at Nine, and today's no different. And I like it here because I came all the way down here south. We we drove, came down, slid into L.A. You know, listening to Pac and Nipsey the whole way down, and then I get to L.A. and I get to cover a story about the South Side. So anyway, so we got city shuts down illegal cannabis operation in South Los Angeles. City officials shut down illegal cannabis operation in South Los Angeles on Tuesday. The store operated since 2018 at a building on the 2100 block of West Florence Avenue, Florencia, according to L.A. and the city attorney. The owners of the accused of the, the the owners are accused of illegally selling cannabis and cannabis products from a storefront which was located 700 feet from an elementary school and a library and author, authority said the owners and their alleged shell companies used in the questions were identified as and then it lists three owners and like 10 different shell companies that they all have global solutions llc tns management group llc and all these different uh organizations that, and companies that these these individuals owned over the over the past few years los angeles police received ongoing complaints regarding the illegal shop including multiple car accidents heavy foot traffic and cannabis being sold to minors lapd officers executed nine search warrants which yielded large amounts of cash cannabis guns at least and at least four under per, undercover purchase operations 
despite the search warrants, authorities said the owners continued to operate. The city attorney alleges that the operators utilized shell companies and LLCs to hide their involvement and shirk responsibility tied to their illegal activities. In addition to shuttering the storefront, the suspects were ordered to pay $450,000 in civil penalties. If the owners violate the order to stop selling illegal cannabis, they'll be, they can be fined a minimum of $1 million in civil penalties. Quote, cannabis sales in California are regulated for good reason, to ensure that businesses operate safely and legally, keep cannabis from being sold to children, and regulate the industry so as to avoid nuisances and undue concentration of cannabis locations in an area, the LA city attorney said. The illegal activity at this store went on for too long and was alarming for the neighborhood. With guns being recovered by law enforcement and complaints about the store selling cannabis products to minors, that ends now. I'm proud that my office put a stop to this and helped to level the playing field for legitimate business owners who operate by the rules. Okay. Um, so that happened Tuesday. Uh, and you're saying that by Thursday they were reopened? I think they're open today. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we, we, I think Mandy went in there and got some rosin earlier today. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> but um, no, so this happens Tuesday. This is very like remnant. It's like, it feels like when I got raided almost. It's like a lot of the same terminology and a lot of the same language and stuff like that about, oh, selling to people who didn't have recommendations. They didn't say minors to us, but it was selling to people who don't have recommendations, illegal money. Oh, they had on, guns said, in their home. It said in the article that they did four controlled buys there. Yes. Yeah. Another thing that they did with us too, four controlled buys, had officers come in posing with fake recommendations and all that stuff. So it's it's... It's it's different, but it just it was reminiscent of some of those older times when some of the dispensaries used to get raided back. Get your heart in, pumping again. Yeah, it gets my heart pumping. Yeah, um, exercise. But it looks like these guys were out there busting the block, man, and they were doing it since eighteen. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I wouldn't be surprised if these people are back open by the end of the week. In all reality, um, yeah. I mean, this is this a million is, dollar yeah. fine though. That hurts. A million dollar fine to, to the LLC to, to, to an LLC to an LLC shell company actually, yeah. that has no. They just keep evading it. Exactly, just keeps folding. Exactly. Take it, take it, take a page out of Donald Trump's yep. book. Just go. Oh, I mean, there's literally a list. I want to say there's like. I think there's a how-to video. There's like seven it's LLCs. It's after this listed. show on YouTube. Yeah, hold on. Uh, do, do you have the list of the names of the LLCs? Yeah, it's, uh, hold on. Re read these. This, this this is classic, you guys. It's JYP Investments LLC. It's. Uh, <laughs> West Florence Investments LLC, Group Holdings 25, L Holdings LLC, TNS Management Group LLC, LA Florence Investment LLC, Global Solutions LLC, mm -hmm. and it looks like there's a couple more, but you guys get the gist of it. Super generic <laughs> They were names. moving around, and they were shifting these LLCs, and when then one of them got fined, they just popped another one up. Listen, they're playing the game. When in Rome, do as the Romans, I guess, until these people fix what the hell they got going on. Yeah, that's not gonna happen trap, anytime soon. Trap, the trap is immortal. Yep, <laughs> the it trap is immortal. It evolves yeah. better than the legal industry. That's I have that, a love hate sure. relationship with the trap. Like I love the trap, I hate the trap. I don't even know. Like I'm from the trap. I was in the trap. I can't wait to get out of the trap. Like, it's, 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 wild. <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's like a woman. It's a whole bunch of mixed up emotions. The, 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 the trap is the matrix, man. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> looking for the blue pill. Oh man, you gotta look for the red pills. That's how you find the truth. <laughs> no, I'm staying with blue the blue. Chill. Just let blue me chill. let me see all puppy dogs. And you want to live in Walmart world, huh? <laughs> Walmart world I've where seen, every I, day. Listen, Jay, I've seen enough of the red pill, man. It's mm -hmm. it's grim. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. That is what they say. That is true. I get it. I get it. If you don't see it, it doesn't exist. Yeah, you know. So again, prohibition still goes. Uh, it looks different in states that are legal sometimes. I mean, I covered a story last week, I believe, in Chicago where the Porsche, or it might have been a couple weeks ago, where the Porsche got pulled over. That's an illegal state. They went to jail. Um, you know, it, so it still it still goes on. We need this to, like, be completely decriminalized, legalized we on need, a federal level, on a state level. We need cannabis to be scheduled, not yeah. Schedule 3, yes. Not, yes. not any uh, pharmaceutical fix. We need true descheduling. Yeah, we need we need ac accessible 
accessible, access. clean weed. For access everybody. to safe. Mm -hmm. We need access yeah. to safer banking. And what we, need. we just need to be treated just like every other business is treated with the same taxation opportunities, banking loan opportunities. Just that's why business. safer banking is a necessary pass. I'm going to say something that's oh. completely wild and crazy right now. Oh boy. <laughs> okay. Oh completely wild and crazy. Hold on. Everybody. Cannabis should be treated like any other commodity. Yeah. Yes, it's a, it yeah. is. It's very Just true. Anything else. Yeah. It's an organic plant. And it, it can be manipulated like the rest of the market. I mean they, I mean that was that was what my story was all about, Rico, because it's all the same plant. Wrap it up. It's great out. Thank you all. Hey, mom, mom's calling y'all. Mom's calling. Yeah. I got dip. Time to go inside. You can catch us live weekdays, 9 a.m. Pacific, high noon on the East Coast. And a big shout-out to our super fans showing love, getting their comments posted live on the big screen. Our, our live audience and online supporters catching us across all media platforms, tuning in each day. To our vetted correspondents tuning in from all over, bringing us much-needed variety of perspective and your respected opinions to the table. To our production team, Cloud Media Partners, House of Fuego, all our sponsors keeping the lights on, AV struggles to a minimum, and, of course, the lovely Jaja Simone. I know you out there, baby girl. Good to see you. Holding us down on all the other platforms. As always, Cannabis Sativa L, the reason we show up to read these stories every single day it has been Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. It's good to be back, everybody. Hopefully it was enough to put in your pipe and smoke at least until tomorrow. My name is Rico Lamit, the dopest dad on the street. I'd like to give this one to my man, Stone Slade. What you got for us, my man? Take us out. Man, I'm just happy to see your smiling face, Rico. I'm glad you're feeling better. Right, everybody, I'm back. keep the fight alive. Tell a friend. See you next time. He's got his color back. He does. Look good, brother. Yeah. You look good. Looking it's good to good. see you. Yeah. yeah.